Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you. Because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. That just said tremendous upside with this young man. Uh, on a chilly but clear winter afternoon from the Steel City and joining us from the South Coast. Good afternoon, Gavin. Good afternoon. How are we? Yeah, it's cold there too. Cold wind, breezy. All right, good, good. Yeah, it's not raining, good. sun's out, so I can't complain. Last time I spoke to you, we were we were ranting like old men about how scoring had got out of uh, control in the NBA and... Um, Actually, it seems to have got worse since we uh, since we last uh, spoke. So, I don't know. Should we start some kind of campaign to stop basketball? I don't know. I don't know where this is heading. Uh, maybe shooting ourselves in the foot <laughs> as far as doing a, pa- a podcast about NBA basketball. But um, it's gone silly again, hasn't it? It's uh, it's nuts. It has. It has. I don't don't really know what's gone on this last week with them all. Feels like there's been some sort of fundamental shift in basketball like so I, I did you see that nick nurse said some stuff about it, like you know it gets disrespectful to the game at a point and that's why he hmm. bench called town uh you mean the, uh chris finch chris finch yeah sorry yeah yeah, yeah. Around. but it, like the others it's just i don't i don't know what it was it's like it, it's like it's like Adam Silver saw the amount of like likes on TikTok for that Joel Embiid mm. thing, and then just sent out an APB to all the refs. Yeah. If you know what I mean, then, go off. Let's and then uh, then, reward, then re- rewarded himself with a new contract. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really sure. What's going, like, it, it's gone from. It's like it's gone from being a team game to like completely driven by two or three players per team. And then the rest, and it f- feels like the like the the last CBA kind of went that way as well, didn't it? Yeah. Like, kind of yeah, like, look, here's your, here's your little twenty second TikTok highlights of Anthony yeah. Edwards or whatever, and forget the actual full game because no one watches them anymore, kind of thing. I don't know, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you mean. It's, it feels like that's what's driving this, doesn't it? Now, mm. but like, but like the CBA kind of went that way as well, didn't it? I think there were people talking about that, like the. Like the mid range doesn't really exist anymore. It's like you there are a few players who were paid through absolute like obscenely amount, and then everybody else is scrapping around for low end deals. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's like it's like there's two globe trotters per team, and everybody else is the gen, everybody else gets general treated like generals now. It's it, weird because you look at like, I don't know talking about sort of what players get paid and stuff. Look, someone like Kelly Oubre, who basically was a twenty point a game scorer last year. He signed for the league minimum with Philly. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, that's how much it shifted. Like, point being, he was like a 20 point per game score on Charlotte last year. You know, it was Charlotte, admittedly, but he could only get the league minimum. He was on the Warriors when he was there. He, I don't know. He went from a joke to being like a, a, a decent contributing player to yeah. Kelly Oubre Jr. But my, my point being, that's how little sort of scoring scoring 20 points per game is viewed you know now monetary wise in the NBA that's that's how ridiculous the scoring has got do you know what I mean it's like I think there's like yeah. you know probably like 40 50 players averaging 20 a game now which is bonkers you know back in the day there'd be sort of eight nine ten max you know and they'd be your all-stars do you know what I mean it's um yeah it's interesting um John Hollinger who um appears on some podcast now and he used to be the Grizzlies GM he wrote a quite an interesting piece I was reading yesterday about um, just 11 years ago the, the grit and grime you know Grizzlies they won sort of nine games scoring in the 70s and 80s um, and this is barely a decade ago yeah. you know which is probably like you know a quarter of their wins for the season or a fifth of their wins a season and like just in the last two weeks we've had two players score 70 plus you know uh it's happened four times since last january you know um and in the entire history of the nba before that only six players had ever scored more than 70 games yeah. we've had four in basically a year so um 
it's definitely trending in a in a worrying direction, isn't it? In terms of the tipping yeah, point of I, the I product, think, you know, um, and I'm kind the of the viewing experience. Is, yeah, yeah. The other thing is you got to look at the officiating as well. That's it seems becoming, worse than ever this year, especially like just the I don't, cheap I don't free think throws. It's worse you can than get. Ever. I just think it's I, I I think basically it's now. I, I think <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna be the Tim Ford conspiracy one, but I, like. I don't know how anybody bets on that. Hmm. I don't know how anybody bets on that stuff. Like, unless you already know what's going to happen. Unless you're a referee. Is, <laughs> you know. Yeah, unless I suspect that's, that, I suspect that's what's happening, if you know what I mean. That, like, it's not so much a sport as it's treated as entertainment designed to take money off people. I mean, we've is, had this conversation many times on this podcast, haven't yeah. we? It, but they're leaning more and more into it now, aren't they? You know, it's... Um... Yeah, it feels like we've reached some kind of tipping point for sure, uh, as far as the experience. Like, I don't know. It was there was the there was the Scotty Barnes and LeBron like Raptors mm. won the other week that yeah. fourth quarter where yeah you can't watch that. That felt like that Lakers Sacramento playoff Wait, game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 The game six. You can't not watch that and be like. Wait a minute! What's like, going, what's going on here? Scott, Scotty Barnes was getting offensive fouls, and LeBron wasn't even standing anywhere near him because LeBron, you know, gave up defending three years ago. Like, so he literally just walking, just walking past him, and it was like, oh, he, 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 foul, because you know he can't show LeBron up like that or something. It was insane, and yeah. he, that's why coach was going mad at the end because it's not only that LeBron was getting calls it was that players were getting calls against him and he was he was not even trying to defend that was a spectacular rant as well by the way I'm not, I'm not sure about the Scotty Barnes being the face of the league part but all the rest of it I completely yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. he's just like enough with this bullshit yeah, I don't want to start to tune out at that point yeah but uh, and then and then the, and then it was the same with the so like the the Joel Embiid 72 so firstly it's against the team that pop is resolutely resolutely refusing to coach and against a, a, a nine-stone, seven-foot-five guy who's playing point guard 30% of the time. Like, that's <laughs> not even trying, if you know what I mean. Breaking like, out a sham god the other night. That was, uh, okay. It's exhibition. Like, mm. th- there's no... There's no line now anymore between... It's like a friendly international at that point. You know, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing them. It's not real. It's not... Yeah, like... So a Would you rather you. be Toto Skilachi? Would you rather be Toto Skilachi or have or have scored like thirty goals in friendlies? If you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and that, it... that's what the league's yeah. become. It's just become meaningless. And that, but that was the same. The officiating in that, like, and Beads just barreling into people, mm. and like they're getting they're getting mm. called for the foul, and it's like what? Yeah. And I watched that. Um... Anybody that went near them was offensive fouls. It was insane. I watched that. Yeah, Sixers Warriors game last night, and uh, we'll come on to Embiid and Sixers in a bit. But Patrick Beverly was just literally barreling into Steph Curry, who got his arms above his head and getting fouls. Mm. It's like, what's he supposed to do? I, I can't just get out of the way if a guy's going to, you know, butt his head into me. And they give him free throws for it. It's just like, what? It's just, how, how can that possibly a foul? You know, he's just, he, Patrick Beverly's initiating the contact. <laughs> Steph Curry's just stood there with his arms up, like, what? what? I can't Anthony just not be here. Rant. It's just I don't know. Anthony Edwards had a mini ramp post game as well. Yeah, night, yeah, yeah. There's been there's been some strange. Too. Like it's just we got to start calling this out. This is mm. this is ridiculous. Mm. Like it's. Yeah. Here's a stat for you then. Yeah. Ten years ago, the Clippers led the NBA in scoring at 107.9 points per game. That would put them 29th this year. 29th. <sighs> And that's just in 10 years. And NBA terms, of that, that's not a long time, is it? I mean, we've been doing this podcast, God, it must be six years. Um, yeah. But that's just mind-blowing, isn't it? Just how it's just gone crazy. Obviously, the th- people are putting threes up at a rate that's just unprecedented. But um, but it's not even that. It's like you say, it's the free throws. It's the just... And just the lack of teams playing defense. I mean, what would you say? How many players on each team, on average, would you say actually try and play defense you know take your Cleveland's and Knicks and teams who are actually you know like quite defensive teams out there. it's probably like two out of five players isn't it I think I've come to a conclusion yeah. on most teams who are actually most. playing both ways like three max you At know most. Yeah. it feels like it feels like people are so carried away with spacing that unless you're 
a, unless you can shoot a three, you have to either be a point guard or some kind of massive defensive specialist before you're considered a liability. Mm. Because everything is viewed through the prism of like offensive stats because they're easier to quantify mm. than defensive stats. Yeah, if that's you know, a good how point. That's a very good someone, point. Yeah. Someone, how does how do you quantify somebody who's just always in in like in the lane in the passing lane? So you like shutting it off. Like how do you quantify that? Like like how you alter play defensively is much harder to quantify statistically than it is like offensively, which is like a record of what happened sort mm. of thing. Like so, I, I think everything is leaning so far into that. We like, we just can't. Mm. Everybody's struggling to view the game through anything other than this prism of just offense now. Yeah, yeah. it's strange. I watched Couple the uh, I watched the Celtics Pacers game as well um, last night, and Boston play a very five out style. You know, they everyone in their starting lineup can shoot threes, um, yeah. and and they literally on offense they they literally set up with five guys on the perimeter, and someone will dribble drive, and then it's a kick out, dribble drive, kick out, and that, and that's yeah. literally their offense, but. There's so much real estate just with not being taken up, you know, by players now. It, it's really strange to watch. It's, it seems to have gone so far in the other direction that they dare sort of not <laughs> not be available to take the three. But there's so much real estate. And the fact that I think there's probably easier points to be made from this mid-range or they're leaving money on the table. Do you know what I mean? It just seems... Oh, yeah, I can no, see no, that'll like, come unstuck in the playoffs when you play a decent defensive team because it's kind of really is that all you've got kind of thing. It's um, I don't know as good as they are because they they've got a very good starting five and against yeah. most teams they will just outscore them because they you know everybody on their team can can shoot a three. But it, I don't think that's a winning style for was, you know no, I think, continuously. I, think I don't know. It, go it back, seems quite flawed. Go back, it, yeah. I think it was the the height of the Daryl Morey Sloan Conference thing, where where that 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 revelation came, that 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 statistical truism, that league average three point shots over like a hundred possessions outscore league average two yeah. point shots. Yeah. But all two point shots aren't the same. If you know what I mean, like. There are people who are massive in the post who could like doesn't league average three above league average three point shooting doesn't outscore like eighty five percent post up domination get like Al Jefferson games if you know what I'm, like it doesn't like it, it's like we've it's like everything shifted on that paradigm and then everything has got kind of lost and now it's just a game of just long range shooting really it's and funny it's like a lot a lot of people aren't. I know they don't watch basketball and they kind of say, oh, I can't believe you watch so much basketball. It just seems like one team goes up the other end and scores, the other team comes the other end and scores. And I'm kind of arguing that, no, it's a bit more nuanced than that. And then you see something like that Indiana 157 the yeah. Atlanta 152 game the other night. And you're kind of like, yeah, I can kind of see the point. <laughs> it's kind of, there's not much fucking, you know, not much stopping yeah. going on here. And it's like, I couldn't watch that every night. I just, it's like, I have a 12 year old and he plays FIFA and he'll play it on a really easy yeah. setting. So he batters teams like 12 0 and he'll win the league with like a plus 200 goal difference. And I'm kind of trying to explain to him, like, where's the fun in that? It's kind of like, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we're getting there with basketball. It's like, really? Is this what? Is this, do I want to watch this? It feels a bit like sickly after a bit. It's, you know, it's, uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, carry that on. Would, would, <laughs> would football be enjoyable if every game was 8 7? Yeah. Every game ended six nine. Would would goals mm. mean something? Would we have all those moments? Would mm. people be pulling their shirts off and screaming if it was just another one? If you could average, or he averages four point two goals a game. If you like, <laughs> like seven assists because because number go up because bigger number better. <laughs> like it just yeah. it's it's stupid. It's if you funny. Know. I mean, no we one's also... suggesting we go back to this early two thousands. You know, and it was Pistons pace as 79, 75 oh. in the playoffs. But that that was ugly and no one wanted it. But like everything nowadays, it's like any kind of intelligent debate just seems off the table, you know, on Twitter and whatnot. It's like, if you're moaning about too much, scoring, oh, whoa, what, do you want it? What, 90s, you know, Rick Mahore and Charles Oak. It's like, no one's saying that, but there's got to be some sort of middle ground. So you'd have to pick this extreme view 
on this stuff, you know. It, you can't have an intelligent debate about it without, like, we're just hating on new basketball. I used to get it when we had the YouTube channel. I used to put old games up and some of the yeah. fucking comments would be like, oh, I wish basketball was like this anymore, new basketball shit. And I'm like, I don't agree with that, you know, but there's, there's definitely seems there's got to be some middle ground with this stuff somewhere, you know I mean? I, I did like watching <laughs> Charles Oakley and Rick Mahorn fuck with people and stuff and it kind of, you know, I saw... Um, Max Struess get a technical last night for handing the ball back to the referee in a manner that the referee considered disrespectful. He teed him up for it. It was just like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Where are we going with this? It's just, I don't know. Well, we're already here. We're already here. Well, we are. Well, we're here. I think this is it. I think we've reached breaking point, haven't we, uh, for a lot of people. And again, we don't want to be the old men shouting at clouds and stuff. I want to be progressive. And, you know, no one wants to see Derek Harper fucking hand checking for half court, you know, and we don't want to go back to that. But there's there's definitely got to be some kind of advantage given back to the defense. I mean, or or players just that good offensively now? Are they all just so talented that you know it's hard to defend? I don't know. It, it I don't it doesn't seem that way. You know, I watched fucking Jalen Brown dribble the ball off his foot last night, so <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is at this point. Uh, but Adam Silver doesn't seem to be, you know, willing to sort of address this anytime soon. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, Gavin. It's, uh... I think, well, to be honest, I think Adam Silver's pushing everything in completely those wrong directions. Mm. I, I just think, yeah, I think it's it's like I said, you can quantify more offense than you can defense. And that mm. that means people just lean into everything has to be quantified and commodified these days. If you know you can sell an assists man, you can sell a thing. You can't really sell that thing of remember when you were a kid and uh, like I, forever, forever. My my main memory of James Worthy, aside from the goggles, is jumping out into passing lanes. Mm. And that whenever whenever you watch somebody dribble up against those Lakers. You were like, oh, anything that wasn't snapped, he was yeah, ready yeah. to. Rah, he had one of the back. quickest first steps ever as well, which helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like that affected the other t- the other point guard, mm. like how he looked, how he passed. He, the guy looks wide open, ready. Like, oh, nah, fuck you, I'm not passing. If you know what I mean? Mm. No, no, we're all right. We'll look the other side of the court. If you know, what I mean. you can't. There's no stat for that. There's no, there's no stat for the fear of like, oh shit. If you know, <laughs> like, so. I think a load of that stuff is getting lost in this mm. current need to be a data scientist about fucking ever about poetry. Watching the Knicks still, um, you know, they traded for Ananobi, which thank God he finally got traded, and uh, and that's been a perfect fit yeah. so far, hasn't it? And but but they're like kind of watch, you know, it's Tibbs obviously, and they play their ass off and they play defense and they're all over the shop and swarming and arms in passing lanes and. Um, I think that's quite like I quite like watching them. It is quite an old school style, and there is teams that you know still play like this, you know, and they play hard, and all their players, you know, play defense. Otherwise, they're not on the court. And um, but there's very few teams left like this now. I mean, Cleveland have kind of been like this as well recently, uh, and I've enjoyed watching them. Um, but they're few and far between, aren't they? These teams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Minnesota. Minnesota as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if it wasn't for like, like their success has been built on that, and Cleveland, so mm. and now New York, who's that starting five unit for is is mm. is actually pretty pretty frightening. Yeah, well, Julius Randle's down now, point, isn't he? As well as Robinson, but even their bench guys like Hartenstein and Josh Hart. Yeah. And, um, they play their asses well, off I mean, on defense too, don't they? Uh, the thing is, Tibbs plays their asses off, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> isn't yeah. I mean... the only problem there. They look really good, really good in February. Mm. Not so good in like end of April. We'll see. I mean, they won eight in a row, nine and one in the last sort of ten, um, which is yeah, their best yeah, run since the Pat Riley elections. finals team, I think. So, um, but he's yeah, the perfect yeah. Nick, isn't he? He's, the crowd love him as well. I don't know. He's just all over yeah, the shop. Yeah, that plugin. I, I was I was literally like meh on it at first. Mm. I don't really see what it. But, but he doesn't no, need the no, ball either, does he? So all he has to do is spot up and cut to the basket. It's he's not a you know, he's not a ball dominant player, is he? So he's perfect for you know the likes of Brunson and and Randall, if he will. Mm-hmm. I'm still not a massive fan of, but um, 
But yeah, they've been hot, and the Cavs have been hot without Mobley and Darius Garland for most of it. Mobley's back now, isn't he? But um, they've really found their stride with uh, Jarrett Allen and Mitchell looking like a, a lovely combo. And then they've just got guys bombing away from three, haven't they? Um, Sam yeah. Merrill and yeah. uh, what's his name? The minivan. Uh, George Niang, um, but yeah, they've and Max Struess, they've just really nicely built that roster out, haven't they? Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Comes the playoffs, and uh, they've really, with Philly losing four in a row and Embiid going down last night, they could both be looking at home court if they if they can kind of carry this run going, which is uh, which is big for those two teams, really. Yeah, yeah. Any any advantage for those two teams? I mean, you'd think the Knicks would be. Aiming to go one better this year, you'd think they're looking at com- they're they're quietly looking at conference finals. Depending how the bracket sort of breaks, yeah, if they can avoid yeah. sort of Boston. I mean, Milwaukee and Cleveland want to get out of that first round. Yeah, Milwaukee. It it, it never looked like it was going to end well for Adrian Griffin, did it? Um, after the Terry no. Stotts thing preseason and Yanis acting out on more than one yeah. occasion and trying to show him up, um, despite their record. I mean, I mean, you've watched them. I've watched them. They're just absolutely fucking atrocious on transition defense, aren't they? It's just, um, yeah, yeah. It's just lack so, of effort I mean, at times. So you know, you know, something's got to change, doesn't it? And they're not going to change the players. So um, it's, it was kind of I coming up. The lack of effort. I think he changed their whole scheme. Lack of everything. I think. Well, he changed the scheme and then relented and let them go back to you know the bud scheme. Apparently, so it's kind mm-hmm. of like. Oh. I don't know. It's a tough one. I'm, I feel he, he's had a bit of a rough deal there, but um, I don't think he was probably the right choice in the first place. To be honest, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know everything I've seen of him. He didn't. He didn't strike me as a necessarily humble man. No, no, that's true. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And then, but yeah, I can't. I can't remember apart from the sort of maybe the LeBron, uh, David Blatt thing, a, a coach getting fired with that good a record, you know. Uh, I was literally going to bring that up mm. when LeBron's just just inviting people to shoot threes over him, <laughs> just blatantly. Go on then, literally, yeah. I, I stepped aside for somebody to leave him open at one point, didn't he? I he love just, that. How like you know, go. that's how it had to be. You know, but LeBron. He's always out. give his all. His, his whole career is like, eh. is that when he fucking decides to yeah. down tools for a month so he can get rid of his coach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it quickly gets funny. swept under the rug, but uh, yeah, Doc Rivers was a surprising one. I didn't, I didn't really see that one coming. <sighs> Depends if how serious they are about long term. I guess it kind of makes sense. Short term, plug a gap. It does seem a bit short term. Yeah, in form for like a run this year, and then I don't know, maybe. Shame I quite enjoyed him on the telly. Actually, I don't mind him. Is there? As far mm. as the colour commentary goes, but, but so. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. It doesn't look exactly like that's going to be the yeah. um, evidence suggests. They just look too flawed to win it with that kind of defense. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, like if you've got a team and everybody's working, like you said, and flying around, if you get if you get everybody you scheming, then you're on. And this is the thing. Like their record, I don't think that had anything to do with. Thingy, and that just had everything to do with they had Yanis and Dame. Yeah, literal individual brilliance is what's mm. got them. They beat up on the bad teams, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And but they've needed to pull some right stuff out of the hat as well mm. sometimes for it. Like, and yeah, Yanis knows that is not enough. And yeah, however that works, was he been like too much of a dick to the rest of the team, but too deferential to Yanis, if you know what I mean? Who then, yeah. Made that point. I'm refusing to be subbed out. You <laughs> fuck off. Like that's. <sighs> yeah, I mean, if LeBron so, yeah, were so, doing this shit, so we'd, we'd, we'd be all over him, wouldn't we? You know. Uh, yeah, of... yeah. You know, that's that's publicly hanging him out to dry. So and that, yeah, so he got him fired, which is weird because everything was about how Yanis was the one who endorsed his hiring in the first place. Mm. So. Yeah. Not really sure what's going on there. Thing is, it, I guess also, if you know it's not working, you might as well just cut bait, haven't you? It's, it's uh, there's no point fucking dragging it yeah. out. It's uh, yeah, yeah. some cost fallacy. There's no need to waste more time. Yeah. Not that I give a shit about the All Star game, but uh, Dame starting over Jalen Brunson seems uh, seems a bit unfair. But uh, hey, who cares? It's a game for the kids at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We're going for kids at the end. Everybody's uh, just looking for yeah. Steph Sabrina shootout. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah. That um, was the sole highlight of that. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Other coaching news Washington got rid of Wes Unsolgit or you know, moved him sideways and some other guys come in. Brian Keefe. I don't know. No relation to Adam Keefe that I know of. But, uh, he's in there. So make of that what you will. <laughs> if you're a Washington fan and still watching them. That's, uh, um, are they even in the NBA? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that Jordan I don't even Poole know if they're in the other. Trade went well. I don't know. I, I can't profess to watch. I swear them. I hear more about G League Ignite than the Washington <laughs> Wizards. Do. The other big trade was the Siakam trade, I guess, to Indiana. Yeah. Um, he seems like the perfect fit for uh, for Halliburton. Uh, just a guy who's going to get up and down the court and offensive rebound and slash and cut and... Um, so far, it look, looks like, I mean, Halliburton's been in and out of the lineup, hasn't he, with injury, but um, mm-hmm. it seems like a decent fit. and gives them a bit more of a defensive sort of presence, doesn't it? Because uh, they had basically none. Yeah. yeah, he'll do more of that. He'll do more of that because, yeah, Miles ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I read a, remember reading a thing at the time of the trade anyway, that, like, he Pascal Siakam led the league in, like, transition buckets and Tyrese Halliburton... Halliburton led the league in transition assists. So, yeah, it's strange so, because these kind of rangy wings who can do a bit of everything seem like the hardest players in the league to get. And Toronto have literally just given them two of them away. It's but they just it never seemed to work there, did it? It's strange. It's uh, I don't know. They never really had the right point guard. Maybe oh, I don't know. It's hey, uh, remember Rick Pitino? Okay. Where, you Boston, remember them Celtics the teams are tweeners? Yeah. When everybody on the Celtics was six foot seven under him. Maybe Rick was ahead of his time. Or, or, or maybe he thought he was ahead of his time. He tried something it didn't didn't work <laughs> because it's like it, it's like going paper all the time. In mm. I think they just had too many of the same kind of guys, didn't they? Uh, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. You got well, well. It makes it impossible to change your look. What mm. if somebody goes big against you? Mm really big against you, all right, you can't really match up to them. What if somebody goes really, really small and fast against you? Or, right, you can't really match up to them. What if somebody just hits you from a variety of... It, it's like just... It's kind of like playing the averages, but that only works. Yeah, I mean, they had the it all right when they had Pau Gasol and obviously Kawhi Leonard when they, you know, yeah. they won the title that year. But um, that was a different kind of team. And then they kind of really leaned into, like you say, that just... Let's have like five, six, eight guys flying around. Doesn't always work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but with that, if you know what I mean, you can't. You like you don't have somebody who can deal with like somebody super shifty like Brunson. Mm. That that like you end up you end up with just this like a essentially a, you, you covered everything as like as best as like the average numbers would say, but you've mm. left yourself no options, no variety of your own. Also means you can't throw different looks at people either. Yeah, we saw that in a lot of those playoff series, didn't we, against Philly and stuff the last mm. few years. I think there's more value in teams going hard in a particular individual style and making it a bit more like the nineties used to be. If we can which is which is one thing that's positive that we've like we're seeing teams like Minnesota have got their weird thing going on. Mm. The, the paces, for whatever it is, they're the paces. They're going hard, if you know what I mean, at their thing. There's like the Knicks are trying to defensively grind it out. That like They were nearly back in that, that Boston thing. game last night. If Halliburton had, had to sit yeah. the fourth, I think they'd have, a, they'd have had a chance in there. So they're, they're not a million miles away, I don't think. They've got some good young players. But I, I think the playoffs might come down to like a, a clash of styles because it is the stylistically different one. Mm. That thing of five years where everybody was just trying to emulate the Warriors yeah. is. I think, I think yeah, we might be seeing that, especially in the east. Lot, especially you know in the I mean? east, they're all very kind of different yeah. types of teams. It's... Yeah, so I, I hope we get back to that. Remember, in the in the early nineties, when teams had like an identity yeah. and they played a certain way, that that was, and you had it across the conferences. If you know the hard nosed east conference, yeah, the west was a lot more run and gun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we can get back some more teams of individual like identities then it just gets more interesting if you know what I mean than essentially watching you know Street Fighter 2 wouldn't have sold loads if you could only fight with Ryu and Ken (laughs) 
which is where it was for a, yeah. kind of a while, if you know what I mean. And that's that's a bit like the six seven six eight wing tweener knowledge, if you know what I mean. It's not really done much for basketball. Yeah, uh, the rest of the East, just to tie this up, uh, the Heat struggling, lost seven in a row now, despite trading for uh, your man. Scary Terry. Uh, yeah, Terry Rozier, um, you know. Terrifying um, Terry. But um, yeah, they're kind of, I don't know, do they give a shit about the regular season? I don't know. Eric Spolter just got a nice yeah. new fat contract, so um, but you'd imagine they want to avoid the playing route again, uh, if they can help it. So they need yeah. to kind of pull their finger out a bit. Um, their offense is just... Yeah, just cratered massively, hasn't it? Um, which is surprising because they've got a lot of guys who can fucking shoot the ball. I don't know quite sure what's going on there, but uh, yeah, and the magic have kind of fallen off a, a bit, haven't they? After their hot starts the season, they're good so. start. Yeah, the rest of these is, is a bit of a mess. Ben Simmons back on Monday for if, if that floats your boat. So uh, he turned up. Now the season's done. <laughs> All right, lads. Help. Yeah, all right. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, we're out of the... Oh, right, okay. Oh, the, mean, the games don't mean anything, though. All right. Cool. Where do you yeah. want me? Oh. Oh, I'm in for this, so no pressure then. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. I'm up. I'm up. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Good can't, stuff. Can't, can't be partying all the time. Okay. Right, we'll have a short break, and uh, we'll have a look at the West. Say hello to D and Gavin from the Pick and Roll Podcast. Appreciate your support throughout all my uh, years in the NBA. Pick and roll forever. Uh, I watched the Warriors Lakers game the other night, uh, which was fairly well, double overtime. I... Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Really. Um, and oh, for God. all Draymond Green's professions to be a change man and all. That, it's just exactly the same. He, just, he cracked fucking Anthony Davis in the head at one point and then just like started taking the piss out of the replay process and stuff. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a matter of time before yeah. he gets suspended again. It's just like, you haven't learned anything, have you? It's just amazing. Yeah, no, you proper dodged the bullet there. He proper dodged the bullet there. Like, he, that did you see it? Cool yeah, he was literally half caught hanging onto the ball. He just belted it with face. It was like, what are you doing? And, he did that, like, because, yeah, based on the, like, the precedent that they'd set with John Moran and then the obvious comparisons you would draw with a length of a thing, he's managed to miss, what, like, 12 games? Do nothing, yeah. and then just come back, and where, where he has a first, the first thing he does is have a podcast where he says, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a changed man now. I and can't profess yeah. I've ever listened to the Draymond Green podcast, even as a Warriors fan, I have absolutely zero interest in what he's got to say. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. Oh, I bet it's horrendous. It's, it's, yeah. No, he's he's just it just played everybody, mm. played everybody. Back to doing it again because yeah, he keeps getting away with it. So yeah, I mean they sneaked the win out of a Philly last night, but um, they've got too big of a hole to get back. I think now. I mean, I think they've got quite a favourable schedule compared to say the Lakers coming up. But uh, everyone above the Warriors is trying to win. You know, Houston, Utah, the Pels, Dallas. I just can't see them. They're going to have to go on some kind of run, which when you watch their offense, it just doesn't seem likely, to be honest, because they just can never get five guys to turn up on the same night. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Warriors, no, you're just done. You're just done. Yeah. You've, 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 saved, you've named one of the problems, and you can't name the other one out of, out of the which is the problem. Like you, Warriors fans can't say the problem aloud. Mm. It's Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are done. They've been done. For, like yeah. Wiggins been actually done. looks quite spry last night as well. It's like the best yeah, I've seen like, him play for a while. So, yeah. Like those two are done. You need to get yeah. off those deals if whilst they're still worth something, or just accept that this is well, one Thompson's of those done, ones. Isn't he? Yeah. Thompson's contract's up at the end of the season, so that's uh, yeah. that's going to be interesting. And I'd be, I'd be, I'd be looking to, I'd be looking to pick something out of out of the detritus that is the Detroit because. They aren't bad players. It's just a fucking terrible coaching going on there. Monty and his big deal as well. That's a, that's a worry. Yeah, yeah, so. but you could you could be looking to pilfer like Jaden Ivy or something, and yeah. Isaiah Stewart, if you know what I mean. Who like make a difference? Yeah, you you'd imagine there's some job preservation going to go on there at some point. So you'd imagine someone's going to get traded, aren't they? Yeah, but um... yeah, yeah. But also, then you know, Draymond goes back. So it makes sense mm. for them to be desperate to have. They've got something there. Draymond didn't probably love that shit there. <laughs> yeah, we should probably mention as well that Warriors obviously got some games to make up because of the um, untimely death of uh, 
the assistant coach, Dayon Milievich. That was uh, that was pretty grim stuff, mm. wasn't it? Um, dude's younger than me, for fuck's sake, and about our age, basically. And uh, mm. yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty pretty rough going. Not one of the better stories of the year. No. Yeah, dying in front of no, the no. whole team at a team dinner by the sounds of it, or most of the team. So uh, yeah, it's going to fuck you up for a while, I'd imagine, if you're Steve Kerr and uh, the rest of the staff. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty grim stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think the Warriors need not a complete new start. Yeah, or, something or needs to, his, a major change needs so to happen, doesn't it, it? His game lends itself to another five years, maybe. Mm. So... You can yeah, I mean, he can still game. pretty much he's get. He can still pretty much get to the hoop at will. You know, he's not just a spot up shooter anymore. You know, he can. Yeah. So yeah, there's 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 a massive pivot coming. You'd imagine, and uh, I think I said in our last podcast, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Kerr walks away at some point here and just thinks, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll have a break and I'm a new challenge somewhere. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be funny. In, in, in Tibbs doing the thing. Tibbs doing the Tibbs. Like the Knicks getting really well and then them just breaking down a week into the postseason. Everybody needing spinal taps and stuff. <laughs> New York realizing, the Knicks realizing, oh, that's not. And then Steve Kerr having rejected the Knicks to join the Warriors, then swooping back in there and taking the Knicks on to, <laughs> on to success. Yeah, I'd love it. It's great. I mean, yeah, I don't, we give Tibbs a lot of shit over here on this podcast over years, but he. he I, he coaches a certain way and it, it works if everyone buys in, doesn't it? But how long that can continue for remains to be seen. I don't know. It's, uh, but uh, yeah, it would be funny. Could you, imagine, could, could you imagine how successful Tibbs would have been if if there was like 50, 50 games in a regular season? <laughs> It'd be smashing it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, not what, 58, if you know what I mean? Both teams twice, not 50, whatever that would be. 60, like, if you know, like, like, Imagine that. Imagine that when he could get the bodies to actually last long because, yeah, it's insane to expect people to be in the condition he expects them in. Did you see, like, Ananobi was pl- averaging, like, 46 that. minutes the first, like, 10 games or something ridiculous. He was just like, oh, new toy. <laughs> You're out there. You're staying out there. Oh, what are you doing? Just January. Fuck. So the Clippers we've dumped on all season. Um They've gone on this kind mm. of eight-two run. Um, they kind of Zubach has gone down, hasn't he, as well? But I, I've watched them a couple of times. I'm still not convinced that come the playoffs, they've got the defensive chops to stop the likes of Denver, who still seem like the team to beat to me in the West. I don't know uh, the Oklahoma City things, cute and stuff, and Minnesota. I just don't trust come playoff time still. Um, so. I don't know. How do you feel about the Clippers? You still think it's right to just fucking blow up at some point? Uh, I, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a blow up. I just think there's going to be a point where in the playoffs, everybody's just sort of looking at each other. Mm. The, um, the, the ball is whipping like, around a lot when I, when I watch them, which I'm surprised yeah, about. There's, it's not well, loads of ISO anything, shit. You know what I mean? It's when it means something mm. that you know, yeah. can, can you trust Rusty to give up a ball when it to give up the ball when it means something? I mean, Probably he just not. comes off the bench he, now, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah. But I mean, like even when it's like yeah, second units play meaningful minutes. That's the that's that's, that's another one of the whole things. Mm. People seem to think baskets scored by starters are worth more than baskets scored by second unit players. It's madness. So I just think yeah that. Yeah, they're, I just don't see how they're a cohesive team. I also just don't see how they throw different looks at people. They're a bit of the Rick Pitino problem. Yeah. I need to watch. It's great to hear Mike Fratello still on the broadcast on the Clippers. He's, uh, they still call him the czar of the Telestrator and he busts it out. It must be the only commentary team that use it, still use the Telestrator. Uh, you know, like 95, you know, Mark Marv... Uh, Crowned him over the years, so uh, that's quite nice if you do watch the Clippers. Not not that do a load, but um, uh, Hubie's yeah. been on quite a few games as well. Actually, who's on the Knicks game the other night? They kind of seem to. I think this is definitely a bit of an award tour for Hubie. They keep sticking him on with a different sort of partner every night. So I think this definitely looking like the last year. Do you know what I mean? It's um, yeah, uh, but he's been good. He's, he's as good as ever. You know, he gets his tongue tied a few times. Uh, 
again, but who doesn't? He's uh, he's still mm-hmm. putting the work in. God bless him. Yeah, anyone else in the West you want to mention? I, mean, I can't say I've watched a great deal of Phoenix, to be honest. All the Pels. Uh, um, I, 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 just, I, I just enjoyed, find Phoenix very boring. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Kevin Durant saying he deserved to be, he felt he deserved to be in the GOAT question, okay. conversation. So yeah. that was quite funny. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, well, it's just, I don't know. Shows you the level of that dude, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't even know. Dominique Strata, mate. That's where you are. The Dominique Strata. Mm. And that's not a bad place to be. Not a bad company. But, mm. oh, Gio. Gio. Get out of your fucking mind. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Kids today. <laughs> Kids today. But, yeah, no, they're not great. They're not great, Phoenix. They're all over the place. Well, they're 8 and 2 in the last like... 10, which I'm surprised, actually, because I've not really kept an item. But, um, again, it's just, you know. You were just waiting for one of them to get injured, aren't you? Um, waiting for one of them to get injured, and it's all just unconvincing. Mm. It's all just unconvincing. There's like a lack of coherence about it. That here's yeah, one for I, just, you. I don't think what they do well that somebody could can't yeah. stop. Yeah. Here's one for you. If you were the Mavericks, would you swap Jalen Brunson for Kyrie Irving? There, bearing in mind mm. they had the option to offer him, like fuck you money. Yeah, yeah but bearing in. Like if you have to, I, I don't know what the deal was with the anything else. All being on things on how they're playing on the court. Well, yeah, all day every massively, day. Massively, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. But I'm, I've told you, I'm one of those people. I wouldn't have ever really signed Kyrie Irving at all because the off the court stuff <laughs> blends into the on court stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's been fairly quiet in that regard, hasn't he? But him and Luca, it seems one of them misses two games, the other misses three games. He's just. And that style of basketball is just not going to take them anywhere in the playoffs, is it? It's everybody standing around and watching the Lucas show. As cool as it is, you know, but the number of times mm-hmm. I see him, he, he'll shoot, he'll score, and he lays on the floor waiting for the M1 while the rest of the fucking plays going on up the other end of the court. He's still bitching to the refs. He must do that like four yeah. times a game. It's just like, dude, you, you're costing your team like eight points a game doing this. It's all good scoring fucking 70, whatever. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I suspect he's content to score things. I think it's like, I think a lot of this generation grew up idolizing Kobe and buying into the Kobe Bryant myth Mm. that people neglect. People always seem to neglect that uh, it is his success was dependent on there being literally the biggest most massive, unstoppable player on his team as well that the league's ever seen. You know what I mean? Pau Gasol. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so people get into all that Mamba mentality that like, oh, he scored 81 one time and all yeah. that. But when it mattered, when it mattered, they dumped it down low and Shaq just sat on a man and, and got a, a 98, took a 98% two. That's when it mattered. That's what happened. Like and anybody thinks that it's different, didn't? But Nike did a really good job marketing that that Mamba stuff in it, and those the kids grow up idolizing it. But oh, yeah. I, I think it's you Jason Tatum's of the world. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It led to a a bit of weird, if you know what I mean. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to play? Do you want to play Twenty One Questions? Oh, go on, then. go on. Then. Let's do this. <laughs> You don't have to. <laughs> it's optional. It hurt me last time. It hurt my brain. Uh, you asked me. It was you. You had to go last time. It was. Uh, you, you yeah, the last time I did it, it hurt my yeah. fucking brain so far. Okay. All right. Q fifty cent. New York City. Right. I've got. I'm thinking of a player, Gavin, and okay. you have up to twenty one questions to uh, to find out who this player is. Uh, so your first question, please. So the meat of their career is it in the nineties. Yes. Does it overlap with the eighties? No. No. So okay, up to other end, towards the other end, right? Okay. Did I spend the majority of my career in one conference? Yes. Okay. 
So the way you said that, there's been some movements. It wasn't someone who was always at one team. Okay. You could have worded that better. You could have asked the yeah. particular conference. Well, they are big. No. No. No big. One conference. Not a big. Probably. Okay. Uh, were they an all-star? No, never an all-star. Never an all-star. Okay. Ooh, did they win a ring? No, no ring. Six no questions. No, no all-star. Okay. Are they known for a particular period in their career more than, like, at one team? No, I wouldn't say so, no. If you know what I mean, like, when you... No, yeah. you couldn't... You, you can eyes, picture them but... in many uniforms, let's put it that way. Okay, so, there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not, like, you know what I mean, there's people... Yeah, they're not iconic with a particular team. team. Nobody's remembering Jeremy Lin for his stints at every single other team. Yeah, I mean, it's not as random as that, but no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you might picture him in certain uniform, but it's not, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not iconic with a particular team, let's put it that way. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I worded that bad. So, it's not iconic, so a bit of a journeyman. Not a big 90s. More one conference than the other. Okay. Were they ever in the dunk contest? Ooh. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. I'm pretty confident that okay. no. I don't I don't remember them in the dunk contest anyway. Right. Sure. So more brightly than thingy. So feel oh, like I'm just crossing out players I do know in my head. Now I'm getting into like, uh, okay, it's difficult questions. Were they a high draft pick? Were they a lottery pick? Um, what's considered a lottery now? Is it one, two? Top ten. No, not a top ten pick. So no, oh. it wasn't a top ten draft pick. I mean, lotteries. What's lottery up to? What did they have a nickname? It would be a lottery pick because lottery's top fourteen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just yeah. well, it's yeah, just in the lottery, yeah, but not but not top ten. So I'll, I'll give you that. So that's nine questions. Uh, sorry, what was your next question? Did they have a nickname? Did they have um, a nickname? Not no, not a well-known one. No, no, I'd say not. Okay, that's ten questions. Did they have a signature item of clothing? No, no, that's a random question, but no, not, not that I'm aware of. No, you're obviously thinking of some some player, not some player in particular, but mm. like Walt Wizard, Walt Williams. No, 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 not no, not not no, nothing like that. Uncle no. Cliffy with a headband. And no, stuff, no, if you know. yeah, yeah, there no, I'm with you. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you associate part of them with how I'm they with looked. You. Yeah, no, no, there's yeah. not nothing like that here. Right, so you've got... A, so it's a player who wasn't drafted yeah, particularly was. highly. Well, he was drafted in the lottery, which is the he first drafted, 14 yeah, yeah. picks. So. He, wasn't, he wasn't a big... Was he a ball handler? Not really, no. No, more of a... More of a so slasher. Slash cutter type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash cutter type from the 90s. Okay, okay. So not big, but we're looking at somebody 6'7", six, 6'8"-ish. Six, 90s, 90s. Not in the 80s, so maybe overlapping to the noughties. Some of these were probably drafted early to mid-90s. Okay. I'm trying to think who I would... Uh, yeah, right. Is it Keith Van Horn? It's not Keith Van Horn. No, sorry. 
That's 13 questions. <laughs> 13 questions. Seven more. Now I'm caught between. I, I don't know how I can isolate this down anymore. Well, think of teams, or... conferences, divisions. Well, if they just take points. Where, where he was born. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's... Colleges. I don't know. Um, would, draft. Would, would which... they have played... Would they have played... Uh... I don't know shit about colleges, so okay. <laughs> that doesn't help me at all. That one, uh, yeah. Are, are they American? Yes, American-born. Yes. Okay, so that's fourteen questions. So many players, though, that this description fits. Shit. Were they drafted before ninety-five? Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So we can scump off quite a lot there. So no rings, not a big, more of a slasher type. Drafted early 90s. Finished in the noughties. Would have had a peak. Fuck. Okay, 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 okay. Did they ever play for the Nuggets? No. Okay, okay. So... It's somebody of note because we're thingy. So, were they more Western Conference? Yes, they spent more years in the West than the East. Okay, there's loads that went just just a bit later than that. All the names that pop into my head, like Sean Marion and shit, are all popping in. Sean Marion got a ring as well at Dallas, didn't he? He did. End. He did very much so. Ah! Right kind of player, oh. though. Yeah. Just, just, oh. Oh. Okay, okay. I don't... I, oh, proper struggling here. Yeah. Proper, proper struggling. Drafted early 90s. Yeah. Think of teams, maybe. I don't know. Or... I'm trying to think who was good around... Uh, Late nineties, sort of. Wasn't an all star, remember? You've asked that. Didn't win a ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No ring. No all star. Didn't handle the ball. Wasn't a big. Nothing. Nothing distinguishing about about. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. This <laughs> more I think about, it, it's about like, the appearance. Uh, but it's a player you know, you're and you're American. like, you'll be like, ah, shit, he's one of our dudes. You know. I know. It's, How do I get these? It's a tricky one because he doesn't really tick many boxes. If you think about it, yeah. Looking yeah. at his profile, it's kind of yeah. So it's gonna be one of those that scumped about. But did they play for the Knicks? Didn't play for the Knicks. No. Did they play for the Nets? No, not the Nets either. Oh, there's a few that that's just struck off. There's a few that that's just struck off. Fuck. Uh, how many questions was that? Uh, sorry, no, nineteen now. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah you got two more lot. questions. Yeah, shit. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, you got to think carefully. Yeah. This could be a win for the home team. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Next question. It's gonna reveal all. Did they ever play for the Sonics? No. You got one more question. <laughs> so you might as well take a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm fucked then. I'm fucked then. If it's not Sean Marion, somebody similar, it's going to be a defendery. Oh, that's too late. Oh, everybody I'm thinking is drafted in 90, like about 96, 97 now. Yeah, it was before 95, remember? You, you asked yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the only useful question I asked. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. A short career by NBA terms. A short career, so it's somebody who was yeah. cut down by injury or just wandered off. American born, oh, short, kind of a slasher. Drafted early. Who was disappointed in that unfulfilled potential? Is it Isaiah Ryder? No. No, it's close. Don't want to tell you. Oh, yeah. Malik Seeley. 
from the ceiling. Yeah. <sighs> oh, fuck. That was a tough one. Yeah. There's, there's... I've seen him in a Clippers jersey now. Yeah, there's not many clues, is there, really? I, I kind of thought of him. Like, yeah, I didn't think through how hard it was going to be. But yeah, one of our favourites, old Malik, RIP. Would have been his... Yeah. Uh, would have been his 53rd birthday tomorrow. Bless him. But, uh, um, 23 years ago he died. Is that long ago? Holy shit. 2000. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time ago. It doesn't seem two minutes ago. Um, so yeah, yeah, one? very short. Only an eight-year career. Uh, started with the Pacers. Obviously drafted by the Pacers in 92. Went to the Clippers. Briefly played for That's Detroit. Yeah. And then uh, Minnesota Clippers obviously at the Detroit. end. That's yeah. how I see him. Yeah, I yeah, the Clippers, the... he had some highlight plays. From the ceiling, yeah, the NBA action play, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malik Seeley. Um, but yeah, very good defensive player, slasher. Yes, career tragically cut short, but uh, yeah, beloved in Minnesota on those Kevin Garnett teams and stuff, wasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that NBA, NBA jam era. Yeah. Like that fill-out of that roster, wasn't he? He was those ones that never really get mentioned. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, great college player at St. John's as well. Um, New mm. York product. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry you can get that one, mate. But, ah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's, uh, like I say, get your own back next time around. Um, I think that's us, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're coming up to the All-Star break uh, and trade deadline Ooh. next week as well, isn't there? So um, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be one or two moves. I don't know. Maybe not that many. I, I can't see it being a busy trade deadline. deadline I think... Kind of major moves has happened, and um, I don't know. There's not as many bad contracts around as there used to be. Teams are a lot smarter now, aren't they? So it's and the buyout yeah. thing with this second apron bollocks and that that's going to kind of hinder, you know, your unhappy veterans on the uh, on bad teams and stuff. So I, I can see it being a quiet one. I don't know. Um, I can't. See, you know. I don't know, we might see. I think we might see some a flurry of Lakers. Yeah, short-term. they're definitely going to do something because LeBron's as usual, LeBron's LeBron not going to. There's no path to yeah. where he wants to be yeah. on that team. It still seems like Deontay no Murray's path. not long for the Hawks as well, does it? You know, he's been yeah, yeah. involved in too many. It's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a weird one because it feels like, yeah, there's no path for where LeBron wants to be as a no. basketball player on that team. Yeah. And there's no path for where LeBron wants to be after basketball, outside of basketball, not on that team. Hmm. If you don't know, this at this stage in what he's doing it doesn't feel like he could just up sticks and go minnesota for no. <laughs> for like a year so it, it feels like they're kind of stuck with each other yeah, yeah very much we're so. just gonna see them continually anything they can dredge up to of value to flurry away yeah you, you imagine d'angelo russell's on the table uh but he wants him where's that where's that take you if you're anyone else you know yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I enjoyed him shooting the lights out in front of the Warriors bench. Oh yeah, he was uh, he's having a lovely old time, wasn't he? He can he's still capable of that yeah. on uh, you know, now and again. So Yeah, well uh, we'll probably catch up next week then, I'd imagine, once uh, if anything exciting happens and uh, Yeah. Yeah. See what woge bombs occur and whatnot. Never that exciting, are they? Not I don't really. know. I'm <laughs> sick and tired of seeing Woj and fucking Alf Roberts. <laughs> Tired of it. Tired of it. You mean sure. Brian Windhorse? Is that what we're referring to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does look like a young Kendrick Alf Roberts. Perkins, and oh, they Kendrick can all just Perkins. talk absolute nonsense to each other. I uh, I saw Kendrick Perkins was on Zach Lowe's podcast yesterday and just, just, just paused it and turned it off. I was like, I don't, don't need to anything you've got to say. Thank you. No, no, uh, no, no. Oh, I was no. going to be infinitely worse. He's 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 like the black Skip Bayless. It's he's something magic. I don't know. Um, just tries to say like weird contrarian things that are just pointless. Not not based yeah. on anything other than him getting minutes on telly. Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, yeah, ESPN's just a fucking circus at this point, though, isn't it? It's, uh, I'm going to say everything. <laughs> I tweeted out the other week. It was like I think we're about six months away from bringing OJ Simpson on board. <laughs> just having him fucking ranted about stuff just for shock value. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's where we're heading. Uh, who knows? Right, Gavin. Until next time. Um, yes. Stay safe. Stay warm. And um, yeah, yeah. Enjoy enjoy the basketball or don't enjoy it. So, uh, I've been playing loads okay. of two K. So okay. that's that's filling the gap for me. 
Yeah, I feel like I need to break out like NBA Live 2003 again, <laughs> some 2K3 or something. Just yeah, play some mucky defensive basketball. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that classic, classic teams, isn't it? I just yeah. play friendlies with classic teams yeah. on 2K. I'm not having no career, not no GM mode or none of that. Yeah. Just the classic teams playing against each other at the moment for that very reason. Yeah, sounds good. It's all short shorts and elbow pads. <laughs> that. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, brother. Until next time. Yes, till Peace next out. time. <laughs> Peace.